Hey y'all, hey! Are you drinking your water? Are you minding your business? I love to see it. I'm your host, Angel Glossel. Welcome to Hydrated and Healed, a podcast that combines a full glass of real-life girl talk with a nourishing splash of healing. There's so much chaos happening in the world and possibly in your personal life. And my goal is to help you navigate the chaos by staying hydrated and healed. Today, we are discussing standards. There's a lot of chatter about standards or lists, and I have my good friend, Lakeisha Carter here to chat it up with me about this topic. Hey girl, hey. Hey. Are you drinking your water? I sure am. Are you minding your business? I sure am. I love to see it. (laughs) Please introduce yourself to the people. Okay, so my name is Lakeisha. I go by Danielle as well, which is my middle name. Um, Angel and I have been friends for five five years years? now. Mm -hmm. Um, Thanks to her, Titi, who um, introduced us. And yes, and we've been rocking and rolling since. Um, I am from Mississippi, is where I was raised. Moved to Nashville, lived in Nashville for about five to six years before I started traveling for work as a social worker. Um, and that's it. Yes. <laughs> I will never forget when I moved here. My aunt was like, I have somebody I want you to meet. Y'all would just be the best of friends. She has natural hair. She's doing her thing. I was like, okay, cool. And then as soon as she introduced us, we just... Clicks. Clicks. Like, I don't think I've ever had a friendship where we have just clicked so easily. Yeah. So. Same. Because she said the same thing to me um, at the church. She walked up to me and she was like, oh my gosh. Like, I have a niece. I think y'all should meet. I think y'all would be the best of friends. And so now here we are. Yes. <laughs> she stuck with me. I'm, I'm just very territorial over my friends. Like, once I meet you and we're good friends, like, you're just stuck That's with it. me. So. Yep. It's fine. I love to see it. Well, I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you so much for joining me on my podcast. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so before we get started, I'm going to we're going to play a game of this or that. I'm going to say two topics in which you will select the option that relates to you closely. So there's no right or wrong answer. Just whichever one you feel is more closely tied to you. You ready? Yep. iPhone or Android. <laughs> iPhone. <laughs> That's easy. Vacation or staycation? Vacation. Coffee or tea? Tea. Online shopping or shopping in a store? In a store. Mm-hmm. Beach or mountains? Oh, that's hard. Um, I'll say mountains. Mountains? Okay. Yeah. Nice car or a nice home? Both. <laughs> However, if I had to choose, I would say nice car because I really want a Range Rover and a nice house I feel like is subjective. So I can get a nice house, mm-hmm. but I got to have my Range Rover. Okay. I'm speaking this Range Rover into your atmosphere. <laughs> I feel like I know this answer. Sneakers or heels? Girl, heels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know my friend. With a red bottom. Yes. <laughs> yes. Faith or hope? Faith. Strength or perseverance? Oh, I would say 
perseverance because perseverance builds strength. Mm-hmm. List or no list? <laughs> oh, man. Um, I would say that's hard. That is um, a hard one. Oh, my gosh. I would say... <laughs> list list okay okay it's hard for me to get that out mm-hmm. but I, I think I would say list it's all good because we gonna break this down because when I tell you my family run up on me when we talk about <laughs> list and no list so thank you for participating of course and I feel like this is a great way to just dive right in so, in terms of list or standards, I'm going to use the two, but I'm meaning them in the same way. Okay. What are standards or list? And we're talking about relationships. Okay. So let's Romantic relationships. Romantic relationships. Let's define that and help the people out. Okay. So, for me, I feel like standards are boundaries. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like standards reflect who you are at the core, and it re- reflects like your core values, like the things that like shape you. Uh-huh. That's how I would define standards. I love that you said boundaries because a yeah. common conversation that I have with my aunt, she always says, "Angel, don't have walls up because if you have a wall up." Then nobody comes in, nobody goes out. If you have boundaries in place, you're you're saying I'm okay with this slash I am not okay with this. Um, and I think in our current social climate, you have a lot of people saying, "Oh, you need to have a list," or people saying, "Oh, you shouldn't have a list." And that's muddy waters I feel like if you're a single person and you're trying to navigate that um, in terms of like do I have a list Mm -hmm. should I not have a list Um, what's on my list so before we get into that do you agree that people should have lists or not have lists okay so I can I can see it going both ways Um, for me I don't know. For me, I feel like standards and lists are can be two different things. Okay, let's break that down. In in my brain, I feel like that. Um, I can remember in a time where I did have a list, and <laughs> um, of course, like as when I was younger, I feel like my list was unrealistic. Mm. But as I got older and started to become into, like, who I am, develop a stronger relationship with God, um, become becoming more grounded and realistic, um, I feel like my list became more realistic. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like my list was based on what... I'm not going to say what God wanted for me at that time because back then I didn't know what God wanted for me. Mm. But I feel like, I don't know, I just feel like I started to like open my eyes more. I started to be more open-minded. I started to be more willing to date people 
outside of my list. Okay. If that makes sense. Yes, it makes perfect sense. So, and then in terms of being, of a list being different from standards. So for me, when I think about a list, I'm thinking about what type of man that I would want. Like what I want him to look like. Like if I want him to have a certain build, um, children or no children. Like to me, that's, I feel like a list reflects like the physicalities of like a man for mm. me. Okay. Um, and then also character too. I feel like you can, you can list character traits that you would want your significant other to have when it comes to standards to me, standards means things that I'm willing to accept and not accept in terms of like how a man treats me in terms of, um, like, commonalities between us um, compatibility like that that type of stuff so like list would be more i would like for him to be tall i would like for him to have a low haircut i would like for him to be built yep standards no beard yep exactly standards is more like is he a gentleman is he honest yeah um does he love god um that makes sense yeah I like that you broke that down because I feel like that will kind of give people a gateway as to how, when they're thinking about these things, how to go about navigating it. Um, You said something earlier that I want to hit on when you said that some of the things on your list were unrealistic. Um, What would that look like? (laughs) Like, what's an unrealistic (laughs) expectation to have on a list? I know for me... Because I can relate to that. Like, I used to say, you got to have his own... Well, which is not not really unrealistic, but let me just say, I used to say, okay, you got to have his own house. Um, I didn't necessarily say a millionaire, but I wanted him to be rich. Yeah. Um, And now, like you said... But that's not... I don't think that that's unrealistic. Well, I think now being older, it's more... You got to have at least what I have or more. Yes. If you don't have your own house, but you have an apartment, we can work together to get a house. To get together. a house. Now, yeah. I would like for you, hey, if you have your own house, that's just like an extra a check. Right. But being more open to say, okay, well, because I live in an apartment and he might feel the same. He might be like, well, you don't have your own house, so I don't want to date you. That's like, eh, that's a little unrealistic because, hey, we both have jobs. That's something we can work towards together. So, maybe, like, in the money aspect, like, does he have to be a millionaire, or can he just make a nice income that would... That could, where he could provide for you and support you. Yes. In the family. Um, Something that I'm... I know we both huge fans of Married at First Sight. Yes. Um, but something that Pastor Cal always says when it comes to money that I love is that you can always make more money. Mm. And something that um, me and my fiance's premarital counselor, um, Marcus Tankert, told us hey. during one of our sessions is that it's the fiance, <laughs> yes, is that you need to date, don't date somebody for who they are right now. Like you're dating mm. for your future. So he may not be a millionaire today when you meet him, but what like what's his drive like what is his vision like is he you know striving for more in life because maybe he's working towards that 
you know, becoming like a millionaire or a billionaire. Um, and sometimes like getting two people together, the person that you're supposed to be with, sometimes like y'all just get there together, mm-hmm. you know? So, yes. Oh my goodness. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. So do you agree or disagree that people should have standards? I absolutely think people should have standards. Tell me why. You need standards because you need to know what you're willing to accept and not accept. Okay. Because I feel like if you don't have standards, if you go into a relationship with zero standards, then, I mean, a man is going to, or a woman, is going to treat you however you allow them to treat you. And if you are not verbalizing those boundaries and standards that you have for yourself, then, I mean, so it's kind of like... I don't know. I feel like it's a slippery slope going into a relationship with no standards. Yes. I a thousand percent agree. As I stated earlier, my family, they just like to run up on me. So whenever we're talking about mm-hmm. lists. Um, so for me, where I am at right now, I am not comfortable dating somebody who has children. And I think I've explained this before, but I can't remember. Um, but I just didn't have the best example of... Mm-hmm blended families and and what that looks like and I know that all men are not like that I know that there's probably a great man out here who has children who has a great co-parenting set up with the other or with their the mother of their child where I'm at right now I'm just not interested um who knows thank you and people be like wait well, you ain't gonna never find a man. You ain't gonna never find because you thirty three um, people have. Yes, you ch- will. And Y'all can't wish, see me, but I'm showing her my ring. And I wish because I had this video right here recording <laughs> us. Yes, you can find a man with no children. I am a living, walking example. I am thirty two years. Well, I just turned thirty three, but I was thirty two years old when Jeremy and I met. He has no kids, mm-hmm. and I have a ring on my finger. And my aunt <laughs> is a very gorgeous, nice ring. Okay. No, but it's possible, and I, I feel like people used to say stuff like that to me, and they used to really like irk me because, mm. especially when I got to like being thirty, and people were like, "Oh, well, if your chances are slimmer of you, you know, finding a man with no kids." Like, no, it's not. Like that is something that I desire I nothing wrong with men that have children mm-hmm. it's just not for me mm-hmm. and not only was I just saying that at one point in my life I was just saying that and then I felt like okay well let me be open minded and try to date men with children or a child to see what that would be like and I did it with three different men um, and you know I just determined like lord this is not for me <laughs> this is not for me, but I do commend women or men that date individuals with children. That y'all, some of y'all do it beautifully mm-hmm. because I have watched you do it. But that's just not God's plan for everybody else. So you have to accept that just because that was His plan for you, that doesn't mean it's going to be His plan for me or Angel or anybody else. And I'm gonna take a sip of water <laughs> on that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Like you have to be like you have to be respectful that people have like different desires when it comes to relationships just because you 
are open to dating somebody with children doesn't mean that somebody else is wrong because they don't want to date somebody else with children. Lord, can we say that <laughs> louder <laughs> for the people in the back? Because when you say that, I think I was scrolling on Instagram and somebody said, well, what's wrong with dating people with children? Um, and I love what you said. It does. It's not right or wrong. No. It's, it's learn, just preference. It's your preference. And as I get older, I'm learning more and more every day that you just got to meet people where they are. And if I was to meet somebody and he said, you don't have children, I don't want to date you. I'd rather date somebody who has children. That's okay. Nothing wrong with it. And that has nothing to do with you personally. That has absolutely nothing to do with you. It's just all about preference. And another example of that, and I'm so glad you said that because sometimes people get so bent out of shape when a person express like, their preference in dating mm-hmm. like if i don't know like an african-american woman says she only desires to date asians who cares yeah that's nothing to do with you personally if i met a man and if i had met jeremy and he looked at me he was like oh well i just i prefer to date shorter women i prefer to date thicker women i prefer to date somebody with straight hair that's not a dig at me personally that's just his preference. And I feel like we as a society needs to get in a place of accepting that it's not about you individually. It's not about you. It's not personal. People are allowed to have their own preferences. If I had a feel. mic, I would, I would <laughs> drop it. I would just literally pick it up and drop it on the ground. That was a mic drop moment. Yes. I don't understand why it is so hard for people I, I don't to know. understand that. I, I don't get it because I'm like, that's no different than me saying, well, I only prefer to date black men. Mm-hmm. There's literally no difference. Well, why? You, I mean, you're just slimming. I, I understand to a degree where they're coming from. If it's a person yeah. who has like pure intentions and they're not feeling some type of way and just lashing out at you, that, you know, you do want to remain open. But again, if that's your preference, preference. that's your preference. Yes. exactly. And then there's a difference between stating your preference to, to somebody without bringing down somebody the opposite of your preference. Yes. Versus stating your preference, but also bringing down somebody the opposite of your preference. Mm-hmm. Now, those are two different things. Mm-hmm. You can state your preference, but still be respectful of people that are not your preference, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Like, example, I don't date black women because yeah. they're bitter. Yep. And it's like, hold up now. Yes. Every single black woman is it's not, not bitter. bitter. Mm-hmm. It's the mic drop for me. (laughs) It's the mic drop for me. Okay. How many standards should one have? Because we are both in agreement. I agree with you. I think people need to have some sort of guidance or expectations. Mm -hmm. Um, And we'll kind of get into this question a little later about how you go about setting your standards. But don't want to jump ahead. Um, So we are in agreement. Um, you know, my family tried to run up on me at Thanksgiving. <laughs> it was like, you know, if uh, you're well with your list, you'll never get married or whatever. And I just politely said, if some of y'all have lists, your situations may have turned would, out would look a little different. Yes, I know the Lord's working on me, but they're not gonna keep running. Okay, I mean, I walked, I didn't run. So now let's talk about how many standards 
one should have. So, um, I don't think that should be a set number. Okay. Now, I do feel like if you somebody that's walking around literally with a list of like 25 things, that's I think like that's, excessive. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like and in terms of like standards, I feel like I kind of view it the way I view like your like core beliefs, your core values, like those intimate, intricate things that that you should like just I don't know like I don't really know how to put it into words but just like the just keep it intimate yes you know like yes. you don't need to be walking around with two pages front and back full of things like that's that's too much I have a, a client I do hair on the side they knew um, she told me to have like a fat five <clears throat> okay she said because you're if you have five then it's not like you're just kind of going on a whim. You right. have some sort of guidance, but make sure these five things aren't things that you can't achieve together. So, for True. example, she said, because um, I didn't have like two pages, but I, I did, you know, I, I had quite a, few, <laughs> quite a few things. So, one of mine is like, he has to be a gentleman. Like, I like to have my door open. And it's just an attractive quality uh, to have yeah and she said well is that not something that you could teach him now in that moment I was like mm, I don't know if I'm interested in in doing that but I understood where she was coming from even though it's still on my five mm. like you you just gotta be a gentleman I think that's okay um I don't think teach is the right word okay you can require him mm. because I feel like maybe his last girl he was with didn't require that of him. Okay, so he may not be with somebody. So he may not. So he may come to you and you require these things. So for him it'll be different because like each woman is different. Mm-hmm. Some women require things, some don't. Me, I'm not touching the door. I'm not touching a gas pump. I'm not doing any of that stuff. As you should not. <laughs> As you should so, not. But I feel like, I don't feel like you don't have to teach him, but I feel like you can require that of him. I feel like you can um, communicate that to him. Okay. You know, but I don't think teach is the right, the right word. We don't need to be teaching men at 33 years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's no. giving very much, it needs to be yeah. required. I like yeah, that. Yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm not your mom. You're not my child. I'm not teaching I'm not you teaching. to like. I like that. You know. Okay. So, if we were to put a number on it, mm-hmm. how many do you think? Mm-hmm. I like that you said that it should tie into, like, your core values. I do. Um, Because I think, like, some of mine is, like, honesty. Like, I don't like that line. Like, don't lie. Yeah. I yeah. ain't down with that. So, honesty, I have, like, goal-driven Man of God, of course, because I'm not about to be raising my kids on Jesus and you over yeah. here talking about Buddha. Like, right. this is not going to work for me. Right. Um, what else do I have? I think I have faithfulness. Yeah. Because um, I know, and again, no shade to anybody who has experienced infidelity and you've worked past it. Yeah. 
where I'm at right now. It's not for me. It's not for me. It's, it's just, I'm not it interested. Is, yep. We need to have yep. this conversation up front. front it is an absolute deal breaker. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, it's mm-hmm. okay for, and that's another thing. I also feel like when it comes to, like, when you create your list or you're talk, thinking about, like, your standards, like, you think about, like, what your deal breakers are. Mm-hmm. Like, because I think that's important. Yes. So those are, these are conversations you need to be having up front with, with people that you are potentially dating. So, mm. so no, no real set number. We're not going to put a number on it. We're just no, going to say. No, I don't think it should be a set number. I just don't think that it should be excessive either. Okay. Like, yeah, because then you just get way far out there and you're just unrealistic. <laughs> Okay, like fifty million in the bank, like nah. Yeah, that's stop it's too much little. because then you, because then it gets you into this mindset of that you're gonna meet somebody that's ready made already, and no, I don't care. You can meet somebody that literally checks off everything on your list, whether you have five things or fifteen things. They can check it off every single thing, but I promise you, nobody's gonna be ready made. And that is just the absolute truth. So, yes. <laughs> it's the dropping of the gems for me. It, it's the, I'm about to go up here and just have a whole bunch of mic drop moments. <laughs> I love that you said that because also, another thing we have to take into account is that we're blending two backgrounds. You are. I yes. grew up different. You grew up different. Even if, let's say, I grew up in a Christian home and you grew up in a Christian home, our experiences could be totally different. And we have to be mindful and willing to be patient and kind and allow our partner to grow through and and get whatever they experienced as a child out. I love that you said ready-made. Yeah. Because last time I looked in the mirror, I mean, I'm, I am a very attractive woman, but I am not perfect. <laughs> Me either. At all. Exactly. I make all kinds of mistakes. We all do because we're human and we will continue to make mistakes because we are human. Yes. Yes. And no matter I, how much of, I'm a good catch, you're a good catch, but we are not ready made for some for somebody else. We may check off, I, probably, I could probably check off everything on Jeremy's list, but I'm still not ready made. Like there mm-hmm. are still things that he has to choose to accept to be with me mm-hmm. and vice versa. Like there are, cause nobody's going to be perfect. So there are going to be things that you see in your partner, especially as long as like the more time y'all spend together, the longer you're together, like you, cause you're continually learning each other. So you will see things and you know, things will come out. And so you have to ask yourself, is this something that I'm still willing to like, you know, accept for the rest of my life? Because there will be things that you are going to either choose to accept or not to accept about somebody. And for him, too, and vice versa. Because, yeah, I mean, it goes it goes both ways. So that's why I feel like um, having too many things on your list can really, I feel like it can just backfire and just keep you single for the rest of your life, honestly. Um, Because you just, even though you have, like, even if you have, like, those set five things, you still need to be open minded. Mm. I love, I love it. You just coming up in here, so. just it's giving very much <laughs> what it's supposed to give. All right, next question: How do you go about setting your standards? I would say life experiences, life mm. experiences, even outside of relationships. Um, 
I mean, outside of romantic relationships, life experiences in terms of like dealing with coworkers, family, friends, because that I feel like those type of experiences shape us some kind of way in terms of like personalities will you know qualities characteristics like that type of stuff and then also of course like romantic relationships like those experiences so I feel like life experiences is what that would be my answer to that question life yes experiences. I love that you said that because that it is the basis of how we make our choices it like is. we don't have anything else to really go off of other than the things that we've experienced by way of, like you said, family, social yep. media, the things we All watch, what we listen to, our people we hang around. Yep. Um, and I think there's something very key there. Um, I always say, like, I went through a phase where I dated myself. Yeah. And I didn't learn things about myself that, or let me rephrase that. Had I not done that, there are things that I would have missed out on mm-hmm. because I was expecting or waiting for somebody else to teach me that. And not to say that once I get into a relationship that that person won't unlock other things in me. Because they will. Um, but there's <clears throat> such an importance on cleaning up as much as you can. Mm-hmm. The things that you are aware of. Like for me, I noticed I was, um, I wouldn't, that's not an entanglement. That would be more of a situationship because I'm like, hold on, I wasn't three people. I had to go back and rethink real quick. But I was entangled in a situationship. Yeah. Here we go. Um, and it was one too many. Mm-hmm. So then I kind of started to analyze. Okay, you're making choices that does not add up to what your end goal is. Yep. So let's take a step back and figure out what's going on. Right. And I just learned like in the way that I deal with conflict. Um, and then I had to go back to, well, how, cause I'm not a confrontational person yeah. and I have learned that about myself. Mm-hmm. I don't like conflict now. I'll finish it, but I don't <laughs> like to start it. And I'll let a lot of things kind of just pile up before I say something. So then I learned, okay, well, where does that stem from? And then just to go back to my childhood and really unlock, like that's where that started from. I'm like, geez. Mm-hmm. And then even down to the, okay, well, why is it that you don't want to date a man who has kids? Like, wow, okay. So when my mom got into, you know, her marriage, and we've openly talked about this with um, my stepdad, like, I just didn't like how that all played out. And And see, that was a life experience that shaped that boundary or standard that you mm -hmm. had. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think it's also key, too, that when you're having these conversations or if like if you're around somebody and they say, well, I wouldn't date somebody who has a man with, with kids or a woman with kids. Mm-hmm. Ask why and, and genuinely listen because once you allow that person to talk and get it out, then you will see you like, understand. oh, okay, I understand. Now I may try to give you some insight about that choice, but hey, that's where you are and I yeah. understand why. So I love that you said just kind of like acknowledging those past hurts or traumas or whatever you've been exposed to and be open. Yep. Mm, Never mic drop. Never mic drop moment. Gotta be open. So can a person's standards 
change. <laughs> yes, I would say so. I would say yes. And I think that they change over time. Mm-hmm. Like, as you get older, as you um, grow, as you mature. Um, and then I also feel like they can change based, like, from relationship to relationship. Like, mm-hmm. you may get into a relationship and you may have loved something that you had in this relationship from your partner. The relationship doesn't work out, but that's, like, one thing that you took with you. Okay, well, I, I, you know, really loved when the way he, like, I don't know, treated me or whatever the case may have been. And mm-hmm. you decide to, like, pick that up and take it on. But then you also may have realized a standard that you went into the relationship with was kind of unrealistic um and then kind of make some alterations from there so yeah i do feel like they can change mm-hmm. i do i feel like they do change and i like we watched the real yep. so watch through yep um one of our shows and then uh genie my genie my jenkins because yes. she's married now yes and in the beginning of the series mm-hmm. she was very adamant, adamant. about not having kids yep. she was just not interested and now she is married pregnant pregnant I think her baby is due like any day I think last time I watched it was on maternity mm-hmm. leave but I brought that up because they did an interview with her and, and she kind of spoke yep, on that did. how when you're with somebody and you may say it's something that I don't want it's because of past hurts and past things that you've been through mm-hmm. but once you get with the right person and you begin to unpack that yep like it just changes things and then you open your mind it's all about i think it's it really hits on just being vulnerable you do have to be vulnerable and the boot child i'm Which not just an episode on that that's it's like hard. yeah whoo like how do you even begin to unlock that i know i feel like a part of that too is also being loved correctly mm. you do have to be loved mm. correctly too because mm-hmm. you can't just like the the person that genie is now like i i'm I've been literally watching this show since season one, episode one. Like it is amazing, like amazing at how different she is mm-hmm. from then to now, and it's because she's with the right person. Yeah, like that makes a difference. You will be surprised at how I I don't want to use the word change, but Technically, yeah, like you evolve, be so, maybe. Yes, evolve. You'll be the same. Yeah, it. I agree. You'll be surprised at how being with the right person that you're supposed to be with, a person that like loves you correctly, treats you the way you're supposed to be treated, respects you. You'll be surprised at how much of a person you evolve as just from that alone. Mm-hmm. And then that makes you want to be more vulnerable and more open minded. And yeah, and also too. You said something earlier, God. You you just have to incorporate him. Like me, yes, obviously I have a list. Um, but every day when I pray, I always say, "Our God," because my God is a God of details. Right, He is, and, and he, he, is. he told me to make my request known. Yep. So I'm just being obedient, Lord. These are the things that I would like to have. However. Mm-hmm. I am open. Yeah. So I wrote it in pencil. Feel free to erase, cross out, and put things in here because ultimately I want what you well, have you for me because I know yep. it's the bomb.com. It is. So I think 
too, like when you're making, the, you know, your list, even if for somebody who would say, you know, like, well, I don't have a relationship with God, I'm not saved, make sure you have like a sound yeah. person or yeah. a good sounding board. And let me tell you right now, this music, what we seeing <laughs> on TV, ain't it? <laughs> ain't it? Yeah, like, no, you fun. Yeah. I mean, I believe Jesus is the only way, but of course, yeah. you know, everybody has a, a right to believe in what they want to believe in. But just make sure you have a good sounding board, like a solid place to get some feedback from mm-hmm. and to help just guide you. Because, yeah. I mean, let's just be real. It's hard in these streets <clears throat> it is. being a human. Yeah, I agree. And then we got to add on... Everything, everything else. else and how I'm changing, you changing. I was talking to my aunt the other day and I said, I don't even think the same way that I did when mm-hmm. I was 21 or 18. Like I have evolved mm-hmm. so much as a person and I don't ever want this process to stop. Like I want to continue yeah. to evolve as a person. So I a thousand percent agree with you. I do believe that somebody's standards can change and what they want one once it at one time could completely change. Could completely change. Um, now, Lord, you know I'm still strong about no kids, <laughs> but you know, Lord, if that's what you have for me, it's what you have for me, and I just open my mind and yeah. my heart. And if that is, that and if that want. is something that He ends up having for you, then you just have to trust and believe that He's already equipped you to like mm-hmm. take that on. So. Oh, and let me just say this, too. If somebody changes their mind, don't attack them. Don't be like, well, you once said that you didn't want it, and now you do, because yeah. you're not giving people grace. Yeah, to people grow. are allowed to change their mind. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So, I am a huge fan of Michael Todd. Okay. He is, like, on point. He has a series right now called Crazy Faith, and, honey, he be snatching my whole life. <laughs> I'll to him, him in the mornings. So he wrote a book called Relationship Goes, and there was a little quote that kind of stuck out to me. So I'm going to read it and get your feedback. Okay. It says, God wants you to be self-aware in your singleness. This means recognizing your own faults and shortcomings so that you can allow him to work on those areas and pray that your future spouse is doing the same wherever that person is. Yeah, I agree. Mm. 100% 100% agree and then that makes me think about something you said earlier when you said you were realizing the choices that you were making and decisions you were making so but you took accountability for that you took responsibility and you did not put that on somebody else because at the end of the day when you are in a relationship <laughs> the flaws that you have the triggers the past traumas and experiences some of uh, being in a relationship will bring some of that stuff out. You will learn things about yourself that you did not know were there. You will learn that you are not healed from things that have happened in the past. And that's okay. However, it is not your spouse's responsibility to fix that for you. Mm-hmm. Your healing is your responsibility. Mm-hmm. It is not your spouse's responsibility. So I 100% agree with Michael Todd. You you do have to do the self-work. The more you can do before you partner your life with somebody else's, the better. Mm-hmm. Now, and you can do all the healing and work that you possible as a single person, but when you join your life with somebody else, there are still going to be things that are going to come up. Right. Things may, because 
we're human, you know, so pe- people have different triggers. Sometimes you have triggers that, that you didn't even know you had until you were with somebody else. So then once you realize that you need to catch that, you need to like put in the work and make the effort and be intentional about working on that and not placing that responsibility on your partner. And then also not being focused on, well, your partner's like flaws and all of that type of stuff because it's not your responsibility. Mm-hmm. Just like yours is not theirs, theirs is not yours. So they, we each individually have our own work to do. And we both need to be putting in the work to do that, to settle those things, heal from some things, and, yeah, just to become better people for each other. For ourselves first, but then, like, you know, because it's two whole people need to come together in a relationship, not two broken people with a bunch of baggage and stuff that you don't even want to talk about. Not, no, that's... It's not going to work. Not for a lifelong relationship. It, it will not work. <laughs> you got to do the work. It's <laughs> the mic drop again for me. So long story short, take accountability. Yeah. And re- be responsible for doing your own healing and yes. do not rely on your partner to do that. Yes, because, you're, so yes, because your partner is a flawed human being just like you. Mm-hmm. So, like, you cannot expect them to take that on. It's not their responsibility. Mm. <laughs> I, I mean, I, just, I don't have anything else yeah, like it's, to say after that. Right. You just hit it on the head. Like, yeah, that was a yeah. mic drop. I mean, just, you know, it's just being honest, just being honest, you know, it's the wisdom (laughs) for me. And then like that mindset of like, well, that's just how I am. No, no, no. When I, so I'm doing an episode on triggers. And when I tell you, I can't wait to hit on that because Mm -hmm. even in just like dealing with family. Yep. When people say that, oh, that's just how I am, I challenge that because it that's fine, but you're not going to be that way around me because yeah. I'm I'm not a boundary. I'm putting up a boundary, and I'm not going to allow that toxic mindset. So I have to change myself because you being toxic, mm-mm, it's giving very much no. Yep. That, that's not okay. That type of mindset, that's not okay. Mm. And you just won't get far. You I mean, we being honest. Who who's gonna get far in life with that mindset? Nobody. Oh my gosh, friend. Whew, I had to take a deep breath, girl, because you was just <laughs> dropping so many. Like, yeah, I'm 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 over here like yes. <laughs> I am so happy that you came on the show. Thank you so much. Like. I'm so proud of you. I am so happy for you. Um, I'm sure y'all heard, but Fred has a fiance. We about to be (laughs) celebrating, and I'm just so excited. I am grateful for our friendship. I am excited to see what is going to come forward in the years to come. (laughs) Like, you stuck with me, so. (laughs) I mean, it it is what it is. Will you come back on the show? Of course. Yay. Yep, anytime. You can find me on social media at Hydrated and Healed or Angel Glassell. If you're tuning in, if you're tuning in by way of Apple Podcasts or Spotify, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And that's on who? Hydrated and Healed. Love you, friend. Love you. Bye, guys. <laughs>